Since the start of the pandemic, I've developed a keen interest for fitness and nutrition. Like many, I wonder if my diet is on par with recommended guidelines. Over the summer, I traveled home to attend my friend's wedding, where I reconnected with an old acquaintance of mine. Since I last saw her, Anaïs Desonier has graduated as a registered dietitian and built a successful practice. Speaking with her at the reception made me realize how little we know about what we eat beyond our caloric intake. With New Year's resolutions in sight, I interviewed Anaïs to debunk three nutrition myths that she frequently encounters in her practice. Myth number one. Cutting meat will result in protein deficiency. Consumers are increasingly cutting meat, partially or completely, from their diet. Various reasons can explain this shift. The growing cost of meat products, the environmental impact of meat production, or a preference for vegetarian and vegan diets. Speaking of diets, let's break down the three most common types of diets that Anais encounters in her practice. The first one is the flexitarian diet. I am a flexitarian, which means that I eat everything from meat products to vegetables with no restrictions. This remains the most common diet in North America. Then there is the vegetarian diet. In general, vegetarians will exclude red meat, fish, and poultry from their diet, but will continue to include dairy products and eggs. And finally, the vegan diet. In general, vegans will also exclude red meat, fish, and poultry from their diet, but unlike vegetarians, vegans will likely exclude animal-derived products such as dairy products and eggs. Meat is an excellent source of protein. So if you decide to reduce your meat consumption, you'll have to find new ways of consuming it. Consider substitutes such as legumes, nuts, seeds, eggs, tofu, other soy-based products, or Greek yogurt. Imagine three dinner plates. The first is a flexitarian plate dressed with rice, vegetables, and a chicken breast. The second is a vegetarian plate with eggs instead of chicken, which is a great source of protein available all year round. The third is a vegan plate dressed with edamame instead of chicken, which will provide a good amount of plant-based protein. So, does cutting meat result in protein deficiency? Well, cutting meat from your diet won't result in protein deficiency as long as meat products are substituted with protein-rich equivalents consider speaking with a registered dietitian to help you find sources of protein you'll love. Myth number two. For a healthier diet, cut starches and grains. Starches and grains are often targeted by those hoping to lose weight. Contrary to popular belief, cutting starches and grains from your diet might not be the best idea because they provide a wide range of health benefits. For instance, Carbohydrates contained in starches act as the primary source of energy for your brain. That's pretty important. Starches and grains can also be excellent sources of fiber, providing greater satiety, and helping bowel movements. Instead of removing them from your diet, Anais suggests focusing on the quality of starches and grains that we consume. Imagine a dinner plate dressed with a starchy favorite, pasta. 
Your plate is dressed with white pasta and a source of protein like chicken. For a healthier option, you could use whole wheat pasta, a higher quality alternative to white pasta. If you're not ready to fully commit to whole wheat pasta, you could aim for a mix of 50% white pasta and 50% whole wheat pasta, which would provide a considerable upgrade in quality. So, is it true that cutting starches and grains will result in a healthier diet? Well, cutting starches and grains will not result in a healthier diet since they provide vital benefits for your brain and intestines. Instead, consider swapping white starches and grains for healthier wheat alternatives. Myth number three, juice and fruits supply similar benefits. Fruit juice is often marketed as a convenient alternative to fresh fruits, but that's a lie. In fact, juice should be consumed as little as possible, even if it's organic or contains no added sugar. In the end, Juice is a processed product and often contains added preservatives. Now, what about fresh pressed juice at home? Well, it might taste better than your regular store-bought juice, but it is still juice. Pressing five oranges to make a glass of juice will only provide you with vitamins, water, and sugar. In the process, you'll lose all fiber contained in your oranges. In other words, it is always better to just eat your fruits. If you enjoy cold drinks, here are three healthier options. Consider substituting juice for soy-based drinks. They are growing in popularity thanks to their creamy taste and versatility. Another option would be to keep a jar of flavored water in the fridge. The possibilities here are endless. You could flavor your water with lemon, mint, raspberries, or any natural flavor you crave. Finally, consider substituting juice for cow milk, which is an excellent source of protein to help manage those midday cravings. So, do juice and fruits supply similar benefits? Well, you should not substitute fresh fruits for juice. Even pressed-at-home juice is not suitable alternative. If you crave a cold drink, consider alternatives such as soy drinks, flavored water, or cow milk. This episode was made possible thanks to our contributor, Anaïs Desaunier. Anaïs is a registered dietitian in Quebec, Canada. She works in the public health system and offers private consultations. This article was made possible thanks to her expertise and generous time contribution. You can visit her Facebook page to learn more about nutrition. I'll leave that link in the description of this podcast. Anais currently offers virtual consultations for residents of the province of Quebec. You can reach her on Facebook to learn more. Thank you so much for listening. This article was written by me, Guillaume Huppé, with the contribution of content editor Leah Brown. To read our other stories, go to themonthlyread.com. That's themonthlyread.com. And thank you for subscribing to our podcast. We'll see you next month.